Greetings, everyone. All right, here we are at our eighth session of um, Chief Yuya Podcast. And um, I'm so very happy to have been able to continue this experience consistently and consecutively. And in this segment, I want to speak about the ministry and the service of healing, as well as the ideas of commitment and the ideas of parenthood and how they intertwine in between, all right, or or they intertwine with one another. All right, let's get right into it. All right, so if any of you have been following along with my social media accounts, which of course, uh, they all bear the same handle, Chief Yuya, <laughs> Uh, and of course, the social media accounts for Anu, uh, the ministry itself is Anu Life GM, Anu Life GM. For Red Rap, it's Red Rap. All right. And Sadula House is Sadula House. So just putting you up on where things are at. But in any event, if you've been following along, then you may have noticed that uh, within the past maybe 10 days, I've posted two events that occurred. Uh, with people who were um, who were uncouth and who approached my digital space in a very disrespectful way, and I used the interaction with them as an example. All right, and um, I'm sure there will be more opportunities. There'll be more teachable moments, more learning moments, and I'll share more. And and when I'm doing that, I'm not doing it because I'm looking for allies because you know what's right is right what's wrong is wrong in our own perception but more so to give you all an opportunity to see sometimes the different affronts that your spirit has undergoes without you even noticing it sometimes your spirit is attacked and your emotional body is attacked and you don't even realize it you know or sometimes you don't have the verbiage to remove yourself from the situation and you spend more time trying to develop sanity out of a situation that could never be sane or trying to infuse an idea of sanity uh, into a person that is hell bent on being insane and being an agent of chaos and disorder. So you have to know when and how to move around an individual like that. When I say move around, I'm saying like get away from move around like water moves around a stone um so that way you can continue on your requirements that you have in life you know uh a lot of times people come and what they're doing is they're offering us an opportunity for disease and we have to decide in that moment you know what that disease will mean for us is if and if we want it you know the first thing to understand in that is that um disease is nothing but an effort of nature to really free your system from certain conditions that result in the violations of natural and divine law okay so I know often many people will say, well, disease, not many people, a few people will go a step and say, this ease, look at the word dis-ease, your body's natural state, state is at ease. So when you have a disease, you know, your unease or your disease, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, but why? Why does it come? 
So even when diseased people come, why do they come? And like I said, you know, it's nature trying to free itself or, or, or trying to free your system, you know, from certain conditions that you've created because you violated the laws of nature and, and, and of course the laws of health that exist within nature. So then disease comes to give you an opportunity for strengthening, you see. So it's the same thing when an individual comes and they're bringing disease, they're bringing ignorance, they're bringing situations and, and attempting to plague your life. You first want to look at yourself and say, what, what have I done for this? You know, how am I somehow violating a law where now this this disease is coming in order to expose a particular condition right so there's hardly ever a reason to engage in an argumentative back and forth with a person like that because the engagement has to happen with yourself what did i do you know and i know sometimes for me that the answer is well you put yourself in a in a medium that you don't belong like the digital medium was speaking uh or maybe you didn't present yourself properly maybe you didn't make it clear as to who you are what you'll accept and what you won't accept maybe you didn't set a proper precedence to begin with and and all of that of course is a violation and a transgression of of the law that creates the character of who you are and we all need education in those principles you know that's a that's an ongoing thing because many of us live within an artificial civilization that encourages the destruction of sound principles sound thinking and there's different fashion and you know there's things that have become fad and fashionable and things that are becoming customary that are actually at war with nature deliberately at war with nature you know, so there's steady, there's there's a as a steady and a consistent lessening, if you will, of physical and mental strength, and you know there's an intolerable burden that's being put on so many people, um, and the burden is of disease and wretchedness and and crime and and all of those things are are everywhere, and the transgressions of certain laws, whether they be through ignorance or whether they be deliberate deliberate uh really requires instruction because sometimes people don't see the result of what they get later when they transgress the law you know so we're in a time now for us anubians those of us who are dealing with anu where we're faced with the importance of Impressing upon the consciousness of all of us who move together the importance of making knowledge a guide of life and moving forward with, with knowledge as opposed to moving forward with emotion and, and moving forward with fads and moving forward with what is now and newly becoming customary despite the unhealthiness of the habits that it gives to us. So there has to be a strict temperance. Um, we're removing consistently for remedy for disease. And 
again, sometimes individuals pop up as the disease. Sometimes people are the fungus, you know, not so you're not necessarily being charged to go out into the world and heal everyone. But sometimes just to look at look at other people and look at experiences as the healing that you also need yourself before you you're so quick to, you know, look down on a person, if you will. You know, so some of these these ideas need to be addressed with a certain certainty so that way our lifestyle can always reflect um, our striving towards a state of ease and our acknowledgement of the diseases that nature offers us as a gift so that way we can so we're highlighting the flaws in our own condition we're highlighting the flaws in the way that we approach law the way we approach the world you see and regardless of how people want to behave we always have to look at you know well what what is this person manifesting in terms of my own commitment to health my own desire to preserve health you know and again it's that that systematic way that nature says something's wrong with your system and your system doesn't necessarily just have to be your body you know your system is also your culture and if we were to if we were to value every single moment in our lives and rightly employ our highest ideas and our highest selves in every single moment, we'd find that we have so much more time for introspection and reflection towards what works for us and what doesn't work for us. But there's a lack of valuing there of our moments. So because of that, we're not valuing our purpose. Your purpose is being in the moment as I've taught many times, right? That's your purpose, to be in the moment. So with that said, when we're transgressing the law and the laws that create the very character and consciousness that we choose to be, we lose track of the moment and the importance and the emphasis of the value of the moment. That creates disease. Moving away from purpose means that our spirit is now disconnecting from the 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 emphasis that our soul puts on completing our actual mission and if your spirit is moving away from that your thoughts are moving away from it if your thoughts are moving away from it then that also means your words are moving away from it if your words are moving away from it that means your fate is moving away from it so all of these things disconnect you from your place of bountiful healing healing is channeled through soul reflection so when you disalign yourself from the soul you begin to sink into a space where now you're pulling from earthly sources for all of your healing. So now you, you need you need all of these herbs, you need all of this breathing and meditation and all of these different classes in order to realign yourself without realizing that, you know, realigning with the soul is what brings that and it's going to create. Uh, an awareness and an education as to what laws you may have transgressed that have created the sickness to begin with. So that way, again, you're healing and not just curing. You see?
And I know it's kind of a somewhat of a tricky subject, if you will, because, again, so many things have become fad and new custom as it pertains to false healing. When you really dig into what healing is, it requires you to be obedient to the law. That's how you heal. So we look at certain things, as I've said before, I, you know, you hear me speak about culture a lot and a lot of times how the commitment and the covenant that we make with whatever our cultural investment is, that's what actually resolves the majority of the situations that we may have in life. Because there's preventative care and preventative maintenance, uh, preventative maintenance ingrained right into the, the very summed up ideas of your culture. You see, the value that we have for each other. For instance, I work with so many people, so many married couples. Sometimes they go through certain situations, and and I. You know, I ask certain questions, but I find that often there's a consistency that they they've not become students of one another. You know, when you're in a committed relationship, you have to become a student of your mate. And it doesn't matter what your position is, whether you're the man who's the head, the lead, the authority, the boss, or whether you're the female who's the subordinate, the one who follows and the one who's the receptor of his guidance and direction. And this is the our new way. So this is. I know people will want to jump and say, well, that's not true. Anybody could lead. See, that's the sickness. That's not what the law says. What law? You know. <laughs> I'm bigger and stronger for a reason. I've said that so many times. Bigger, stronger, taller for a reason. You know. But again, when you live in a society where I've said this too, with someone half your size, half your weight can bark in your face like a chihuahua, go upside your head as a man, and you know in a subtle way there's really nothing you can do about it, or if you do, you'll be hauled off to jail by five or six other men and possibly murdered, and this other person knows that too. What kind of dissonance does that leave in your psyche? You see, and that transgresses the law within itself. So now what happens? Disease becomes, becomes a part of your life. Because you're now removing your emphasis from aligning yourself with the law. You become sick because you're not living as a man is naturally built and designed to live. And she's not living as a woman is naturally built and designed to live. And of course, people will say, well, who's to say that? What's to say that? These are people who have never observed nature or if they did observe nature, they went to war with nature. But they're not they're not giving you that that information They're not letting you know that they've actually gone to war with nature. You know, just like when you go to school or a child goes to public school, it's not wise to try to take uh, these large brushstrokes and say, in terms of education, one size fits all. I mean, if you just if you think about it for a second, it probably makes no sense. Right. Especially. Those of you who have more than one child, you can't give every single child the same exact thing and expect them all to be able to express their individual genius and be aware of their individual strengths and their individual weaknesses. But in fact, in doing that, you create more problems in that child. That's pretty easy to imagine. That's pretty easy to understand. 
So the same would go for culture and consciousness. You can't brush with large broad strokes. That's why I say the information I'm giving is for those who have committed themselves to this new way. And I know that most of you are not that. Many of you just listening because you want to hear something interesting. And that's fine for you. But also understand that when a disease comes as a result of that level of, of entitlement, there's no one is really going to be able to help you. So, so often people come to me for help and I start speaking to them about what they've done to transgress their own natural way that has now created situations in their lives. And what happens is they get frustrated and angry because they want to be cured. They want to maintain the transgressions, but at the same time, uh, gain the benefit of being aligned with soul. So whose benefit are they gaining? They're gaining my benefit. I'm the one that's aligned with my soul energy and my purpose. So they hope to borrow just a little bit of that while still maintaining their own culture. You can't do that. It's like coming into a relationship and, you know, you're you're putting demands on one another already. Or, you know, a man tells you his program and you say, well, I'm going to do this. I hear what you're saying, but I'm going to do this. So you're trying to maintain your own program inside of his program. And then you'll wonder later why the relationship didn't work out. Or as a man or male, you let her maintain her own program inside of a program because you're too afraid to lose her. You're too afraid to have a little bit of drama. Let's say your name is Bernard and she calls you Bernie. And you say, listen, I don't I don't like to be called Bernie. Call me Bernard. And she says, OK, Bernie, with a giggle. And she keeps doing it. If you're not if you're not smart enough to either check her right there on the spot or fire her right there on the spot and regain the rest of your time and energy, then whatever comes next, you deserve because she's making it clear to you already that she's not going to make a covenant with you. She's already made a covenant with herself. And that, of course, has become common tradition at this point. Everybody comes in with their own agenda. And like I said, in terms of being students of your partner, think about the, the lack of disclosure often between partners. You have people who are in committed relationships who share more of their darkest secrets with their friends than they do their actual mate. They don't tell their mates anything. They don't let them know anything. But they'll share more with their friends of either sex, <laughs> you know, other, rather than confess to their partners and then sometimes you have a situation where one partner is a student of the other and the other one isn't and that creates a frustration because they'll say well how's it you know so much about me well you you maybe for the past months or years or whatever have been so narcissistically entwined in yourself you didn't even notice that i was studying all this time because you came into this relationship to be loved not to love so everything with you was was pulling into you give me this give me this give, i want to feel this i want to feel that i want to feel that not i want to give so when you want to give and you come in with the idea of giving then what happens is that you have a um a protective shadow if you will you have a protective shadow of understanding that starts to trickle down to you you start to see things immediately because you want to study and look at the person and know how to give to them, how to heal them, how to serve them, how to love them. You know, like the old Keith Sweat song, there's a right and a wrong way to love somebody. So true. So 
a lot of times our diseases come from, like I said, our unwillingness to obey the law. And when you live in a society that encourages encourages you to move beyond the ascribed conditions of your healthy culture and to take on artificial remedies that, you know, will serve as a mind cure, you know, then of course what happens is sickness begins to ensue and there's a lack of spiritual and mental hygiene that you have from that, that moment. And the builders that should be within your mind and your psyche that begin to build the home and the foundations of your thinking, they leave. It's like an empty construction site. All right, I'm going to get into this more, a little bit of housekeeping, and I'll be right back. Okay, of course, the red wrap is still moving, and I'm going to keep drilling it in. <laughs> we're having our October 8th distribution event, and um, we're, we're also looking for volunteers for our event. And um, not only that, if you want to contribute, whether it be products or a monetary donation, I know for some, they've stated that the monetary piece is a bit easier. Uh, you can go to GoFundMe.com forward slash Red Wrap. Please, I urge all of you to follow the Red Wrap social media account as well for updates. R-E-D-W-R-A-P. It's on IG. It's on Facebook. And those are only two you need to worry about. <laughs> Definitely uh, also check out the Red Wrap video that we did. Uh, we'll give you more information and insight. You can get a feel of what the experience was like. You can find that video on the Anu Nation um, website youtube.com forward slash a new nation uh, as well as on my site it's on chief Yuya as well youtube.com forward slash chief Yuya, and uh and you can get some information on you know or just get some insight on what that experience was like make sure that you are also uh plugged and tuned in for all of you women who want to join anu uh you plugged into the uh form that we have now on anu life global dot org forward slash red wrap i'm sorry well that's the red wrap information but anu life global uh dot org forward slash anu womb a-n-u-w-o-m-b of course also follow the handle anu womb a-n-u-w-o-m-b on instagram and whatever social media accounts that you have access to but you can go right to the site there and you can fill out the form and get started. So for those of you who want to join and be a part of this experience, uh, I urge you to do that. All right. Also, we are now we're going to have a, a meeting next month for the Tampa or the, or the beginning Tampa chapter of our um, new life global ministry. So if you're in the Florida area or anywhere near Tampa, uh, we definitely want you to be a part of that. And to get more information on that, you can reach out to organizer at anulifeglobal.org. Organizer at anulifeglobal.org for chapter information. We are also now working on an Atlanta chapter. So if you are in the Atlanta area, if you are in the Atlanta area, you can also send an email to the same address organizer at anulifeglobal.org. Also, make sure you're following the social media accounts. Make sure you're signed up for the newsletter. So many times people ask questions that they don't need to because they're not signed up to the newsletter and they're not following the social media accounts. Um, we have a lot that we're keeping sustained and a lot on our hands, and we're not 
we're not going to answer every question. I have to tell you that right now. This is coming from me. A lot of times people send in questions that the answer is right there. You know, so we created all of these different accounts and all these different experiences so that you can get easy access to the information and you can get on top of the things that you want to get on top of and be a part of this experience. But you're going to have to lift a finger. You're going to have to do that. All right. So that's just a little bit of housekeeping in terms of some of the things that are going on. All horse to heaven is still active, still going. Uh, you can go to GoFundMe.com forward slash A-W-G-T-H. And we also have a really, really uh, nice surprise that's coming for you soon. I'm not going to talk about it yet, but some more uh, media uh, that I'm, I'm very positive that you will all enjoy and appreciate. Also, let me say this. If you're enjoying these segments and you're getting something from them, share them. Comment on them. Don't be greedy. Don't be selfish. Share and comment. You're getting them for free. Share, comment, like the videos, like all the videos that are on YouTube. Why? Because that moves them up in the rankings. More people get access to them. They get listed more for the recommendations for other people's videos and more people get access to the information. Remember, the more you give, the more I give. You give nothing, then I give nothing. All right. That's just some real talk for you all. All right. Uh, There's been so many shows and segments that I've cut because... You didn't get it. Everybody was taking. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. Can you share this? Eh, all right. So we won't do it anymore. So just keep that in mind. Put some work in. If you say you're about this and you're learning and chief, you guys, my teacher. And I, okay. Well, I'm not charging you. <laughs> so the only charge is that you share it. You share it. You spread it. You comment. You hit like. You leave. You leave good reviews and all that other good stuff. All right. Let's get back to the information. The free information. Okay, so some of you may have been wondering all this talk about following natural law and um, what that may have to do with parenting. And I'm going to give you a small thing in that. Um, When it comes to parenting and, and a lot of times the protection spells that people ask me so much for their children. And I always tell them the greatest protection that you can give your children is healthy culture. So that they're not doing something dumb every single day where you say, oh, I got to protect them from this, protect them that you're protecting them from themselves because you didn't instill anything in them. And the greatest way to instill things in your children is by example. After a while, they, they tend to zone out a bit from everything you're saying. But when they see that you have a lifestyle of obedience to evolution, a lifestyle to obedience to the law and a lifestyle that that garners favor from the spiritual energies that are around you and that keeps you under a certain shadow of protection and keeps you fruitful and and keeps abundance flowing inside of the house, then children begin to take on that partnership with the spiritual energy around them as a norm. You know, because what happens is that your lifestyle begins to radiate your highest ideas, you know, and a lifestyle and it's a lifestyle that keeps you rooted in the idea of constantly conquering, conquering. You know, not not always being a victim, but constantly conquering. And what happens is that your family itself begins to bear fruit. See, that's that's some of the, the basic lesson that we have to understand is that, first of all, food, clothing and shelter has to be maintained and taken care of. All right. Food, clothing and shelter. All right. So 
once that's once that's that's done if you will or taken care of then what begins to happen is now we can see a measure of fruitfulness that comes as a result as a result you know and i know today that parents are a little bit more open with their young children in, in terms of you know sometimes with finances i don't have it or i ain't got enough money or i get my check on thursday or friday or maybe we didn't you know so they're a little bit more open like that and that's that's not necessarily a bad thing but you know be open about also the culture and lifestyle that brings the best to you i work with so many different people and often i ask them about their children and they have problems with their children and you know they want me to talk to them and things like that and I'll start asking them about the cultural investment of their children. And they'll say, well, I don't, and I'll say, you know, do you talk to your children about these things? You know, these things that you're into, do you do rituals with them? I used to when they was younger. Yeah, because they didn't have a choice. But now that they're a little older, we don't do that stuff as much. Right. So that's that's a common thing right there. And the reality is, is that, you know, you're on the job training as a parent. One of the first things that you need to know when it comes to raising your children is that ignorance is dangerous and keeping them in the dark of the greatest aspects that can bring the best to them is dangerous to their lives and is dangerous to your life. So your spirituality should not be a secret. Your cultural investment should not be a secret. You know, sometimes it may feel good. You know, when you can keep things to yourself and people don't know, but the spirit of, of, of yourself and the spirit of, of your child is alive from the moment of its conception. So it needs spiritual direction and guidelines from the moment it's conceived because the words and the culture become the food for that child's spirit. So you don't want your child to have a starved spirit up until the moment they decide to quote unquote come into consciousness, which all it means is somebody finally fed their spirit. You see, so what because because what can happen is that certain energies like anger and fear and anxiety and your anxiety can be transmitted to your child. You know, sometimes you send those things to your child and you don't starve those out and, and feed the strength of what they actually need. And a lot of this comes through the mother. This is a part of the responsibility of motherhood in terms of maintaining a certain purity, a certain cleanliness, you know, and, and an idea that. Your very existence as a woman and as a mother can lead to a to a glorious experience as long as you're you're able to push away the insanity of those who seek to bring disease because they can leave a disease of anxiety with you that you didn't transmit to your child. And sometimes these things happen because we forget about the family dynamics that include that children are people, too. And periodically. We need to review to make sure that we're not imposing our fears. We're not imposing our insecurities and we're not imposing our diseased habits onto our children. You see, of course, we are the final authority in our children's lives. But we have to be the final authority that teach them, teaches them again the power and the beauty of glorification of the law and connecting with the ideas of the law as opposed to denying so many different things to them in terms of what brings the greatest you see and i understand that oftentimes sometimes we don't feel so blessed to have our children sometimes they don't act in ways 
that that are that feel like a blessing they don't look like a blessing they don't sound like a, a blessing but if we sometimes through our frustration we stop reacting to them and start responding to them based on what our culture tells us then we'll begin to enjoy them more as people a lot of times our children turn rotten because we're constantly reacting to their growth and we're not mentally responding to their growth with the wisdom that we know and that we've been taught through Anu and through this experience as Anu people. Okay, so you're sacred and the fruit of what you produce is sacred. Don't allow diseased people to come in and ruin it. All right. That has been our segment. And I and I trust and will that you've been enjoying this experience as much as I have and you share it with those who need it and you become a part of Anu. Join us, get on, and let's make some glorious things happen. Peace. <laughs>